Welcome to another episode of the Manga Mavericks, as presented by AllComic.com. Uh, this is episode two. We're we're actually doing another episode of this. Yeah. I, I hope people I, I hope people like the first episode. We got like uh, over four hundred views, so I think that was pretty successful. Okay, that's that's good. More than a hundred is good. So yeah, I again, I'm I'm still struggling with how to start the show because it's still a new show, and we're still trying to kind of find finding our way. And that slogan I introduced last time is still off the table. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, uh, forgive us if we kind of seem a little uh unorganized um we we got we got a lot more to talk about unlike last episode honestly because a lot of stuff has been happening and there are a lot of things that we really want to talk about but uh uh you know we we want to try to fit it all in into like an hour maybe a little over that you know we have to do some condensing some pruning just focus on the most essential stuff and hit all the beats in a succinct package so um I don't know. Um, I guess before we get all get uh, started with all that, um, we didn't even introduce ourselves again. We got to remember to do that. I'm Colton. I'm Sid. Also known as Lam Ramayasha. Also known as Cartoon X. And uh, you know, we're we're still pretty new to uh, to all comic. Um, and uh, again, we're still getting our feet wet. Uh, you know, we're, so obviously everybody's still getting to know us. I've done, uh, I've done quite a, a few reviews at this point. I've started fairy tale and Yamatakan reviews. I might be starting Seven Deadly Sins reviews by the time this podcast goes up too. Oh, there you go. Um, I still need to read Seven Deadly Sins. It's an enjoyable series. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Like I, I remember there used to be a lot of um, or I used to see a lot of uh, uh, what do you call it? Talk about that particular series and how good it was. Yeah, the um, an- when the anime got added to Netflix, it was surprisingly popular. I was actually surprised at how much uh, attention and discussion received. I will say though that I, f- I was, I do think that the manga has a very rough start. I actually was not very enthusiastic about it for like the first two or three volumes, but once uh, a certain character shows up, it starts get it starts getting picking up a lot and really uh, getting interesting. It's definitely a series worth checking out if you're a fan of uh, Good Battle Shonen and uh, Knights in Fantasy setting. Uh, well, once I finish up all the, like, hundreds and hundreds, and when I say hundreds, I mean, like, five different manga I'm reading at the same time, I'll hopefully pick it up soon. Um, I actually have to get caught up again before I start doing the reviews. I haven't uh, read it in, in a few months, so I'm a little bit behind. That's running on Crunchyroll, right? Yeah, it's uh, simulpopped on Crunchyroll, and one of its uh, most popular titles. Well, well, there you go. You can go read it there. Um, but yeah, that, that's cool. Um, I'm I'm still not doing any reviews for all comic mo- again, mostly because I, I writing is to me it's very boring, and I just, I just I never liked writing. I really don't like. I just I can't ever stay concentrated, and I just. To me, it's not fun. Po- podcasting, to me, is more fun than writing, which is why I'm doing it. Um, I love writing, and people have told me I'm very good at it, especially creative writing. But... Well, well, if if, if the uh, description for the first episode of the podcast is anything, I think you're a very good writer. Well, thank you. <laughs> I I definitely was very uh, interested. I was I was interested in listening to our uh, to our ep- uh, first episode of our own podcast. Somehow, I don't know. I usually don't like listening to my own podcast too much, but uh, somehow you did it. Um, yeah. But anyway, though I was, there was definitely some things about my side of the audio in that podcast that I wish I could have changed. I got a uh, comment from my brother that I was also talking way too fast, so I'll try to slow <laughs> down the pace this time and also not ramble on as much. It's okay. I I have that problem a lot too. Um, again, we're, we're still, we're still figuring things out. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get good in like the next 50 episodes of this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. or maybe even shorter. I mean, you never know. We'll, we'll we'll just have to see. So let's just, let's just get right into, um, all the stuff we want to talk about. Uh, so I figured, um, I figured we could possibly, you know, talk about new releases because I feel like people might be interested in that. Mm -hmm. Um, especially since there's a lot of, there's a lot of new stuff, and when I say new stuff, I mean like 
a lot of volume ones coming out uh this month in february um stuff st- some stuff that uh that'll probably already be out by the time this episode in particular is out um stuff like uh behind the scenes volume one by uh bisco hattori who apparently is the author of oran high school host club a very popular shoujo series and very funny definitely worth to read and i'm very interested in this series and seeing more of uh hattori sensei's work um, I've I've never read Oran. I've I've seen maybe an episode of the anime. I've never honestly. I have I've only read a little bit of the manga, but I've seen all the anime. It's uh and it's the manga and the anime aren't don't differ too much. So it's aware. I mean, aside from the fact that the uh, anime doesn't cover like the second half of the manga. So I see. Oran is a very funny series, a very enjoyable series. It's one of the few series that I've seen uh, appeals to people who aren't necessarily into shoujo as well so hmm. definitely worth uh definitely worth checking out uh even if you aren't necessarily into the shoujo romance genre yeah my, me myself i am um I, I don't read a lot of shoujo um i mean not that i like particularly dislike it or anything i just i don't i haven't read a lot of shoujo titles that have really stuck with me honestly um but yeah so it's a new new uh, new uh, manga by that author it's supposed to be out on uh, February 2nd probably already out by now you know considering when this is going up I keep forgetting uh I keep forgetting we're 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 recording in the future yeah or I guess yeah sure why not uh so uh let's see what are what are some other stuff coming out uh also coming out on February 2nd is the school judgment volume 1 uh drawn although... by Takashi Obata and il- written by uh Nobuaki Enoki Ah, that there we go. Uh, that was a that was a that's a very entertaining series, uh, short-lived series that was that ran in uh, Shonen Jump last year. It's it was only it it's only about three volumes. Going to be about three volumes or so in total. But I found it very fun. I really enjoyed it, and I was very dev- I was very disappointed and devastated that it uh, got cut short like it did. It was definitely one of my uh, favorite manga of last year. Oh yeah, we we should also mention that uh, Takashi Obata is also the um, illustrator of series such as Death Note and uh, Hikaru no Go. And the currently running Platinum End. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is doing that. Um, so yeah, um, I, I, I read all of that weekly too. Um, I feel like you're, you're like one of two people I know that actually liked Gakuhote. A lot of people, I, like in, in my bubble, I guess, didn't really care for Gakuhote, unfortunately, which I, I understand. It's, some parts of it are a little weird. Well, um, I, I definitely, I definitely, the biggest thing for me was kind of the weird, like, fan servicey bits, considering they're <laughs> elementary schoolers. Yeah, that bothered me quite a bit, actually. Um, yeah, well, I, that's I, not I, right. I, that was, I think, that was a little much. I, I was, it didn't bother me as much because I felt that it was all in good fun on the part of the mangaka. But yeah, I don't, I don't really think. I, th- I think that could the series could have been better off without that. I'm still very disappointed that it got cut short. It was very interesting, very fun, and I think that had it continued, it have been it have continued uh, to be a consistently entertaining series and one of my favorites to read. But as it is, it, uh, it was one of my favorites uh, to read last year, and it made it would make it made basically my top ten favorites of last year. I would say. Well, that's fair. Um, just to kind of um, lightning round a few of these. Um... We got uh, Giganto Maxima, or Maxia, I can't read, uh, by Kentaro Miura. That's coming out on uh, uh, February 3rd, which, uh, if you don't know who uh, Miura is, uh, he's pretty much much the author of Berserk. He is the author of Berserk. So if you like Berserk, you should go read that. Um, Yes, and be frustrated at the slow pace of releases like the rest of us. (laughs) But at least they're not fighting pirates anymore. They didn't. They're not fighting those stupid pirates in the Kraken anymore. They finally got off that darn ship and are at the uh, at the Elf Island after what ten years. See, see the see the. See, see, the great thing about me is that I haven't gotten to that part of the manga yet, so I get to read all of that in one go if I choose to. Yeah, well, I read all the all the pirate thing in one go too. It was it's only three volumes long, but boy, those three volumes! I cannot imagine how people people tolerated that for three years. 
because <laughs> that was um, basically over three years uh, in ter- in terms of the release. So yeah, um, I believe that was like a like a sh- uh, like a short. Uh, what a, words are failing me today? A mini series that ran while uh, Berserk was on uh, hi- on one of its uh, many hiatuses. So it's it's all pretty much like a collected volume. I I'd seen it around online, but I've never read it. I I wouldn't mind picking it up because I honestly don't really know much about it. But from the few pages I have seen online, it it looks interesting. I mean, the art definitely looks good. As well, it is as, Miura, yeah. after all. I mean, yeah, his his art's honestly really amazing. But yeah, that's out on February third. Uh, let's see, we got Dead Man Wonderland Volume Thirteen, uh, which I believe is the last volume of Dead Man Wonderland. That's that one's kind of a big deal to me because to me, Dead Man Wonderland is a really good series. Um, e- even even with the anime, I I I really enjoyed that when I first uh watched it on Toonami, and um, you know, I. I think I pretty much picked up the manga like a couple months afterwards because I wanted to see where it went. Um, but unfortunately, you know, it used to be uh, released by Tokyo Pop, which unfortunately, yeah, but they um, went under. So yeah, relicensed so, it. Yeah, Viz pretty much relicensed it, and uh, it seems like they're fi- they're finally releasing all of Dead Man Wonderland completely. So yeah, I still I I, I I still got to um, I still got to collect all of that. I think I'm like halfway through at this point. They see that's one of the that's one of the many series I'm trying to collect all of, so I could just read all the way through uh, without any gaps because I, that's just how I prefer reading most of my manga if I can help it. Um, but yeah, so Dead Man Wonderland's release is coming to an end, unfortunately, but at least all of it is uh, being released, and we should be thankful for that. That's also coming out on February third. Uh, let's see, there's uh... no, that's coming out on uh, February 9th. Oh, is it? My mistake. We also got uh, Fate Zero Volume One. Uh, that's a series I've never, I, I've, I've never actually gotten into. I know nothing about. Um, should be, uh, if I'm correct, should be coming out on February 10th. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a, ma- a manga adaption of the anime version. So, I mean, I uh, manga adaptions of anime don't tend, I don't think, tend to be necessarily uh, great. But Fate Zero is in itself is a excellent series and so if you want to read uh the story in if you want to experience the story in manga form it's i think it'd be worth checking out so for fans of genryobuchi and typhoon and fate zero the fate <laughs> franchise i think this would this is probably going to be on your list yeah there you go um and i think the last two i really wanted to mention real quick before we move on would be um both Frankenfran Volume One and Princess Jellyfish Volume One coming out on uh, February sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard things about Frankenfran. I hear it is uh, very, very, very. Uh... Frankenfran is a very disturbing but hilarious dark comedy that I am very glad was licensed and is now being released. It is hilarious as it is uh, uncomfortable at times. <laughs> It'll give you, it'll make you laugh out loud and give you nightmares. It's a wonderful uh, dynamic and duality, and it's an enjoyable series. And it's only about eight volumes long in total, and they're being released in omnibus format. So uh, it's definitely it's a it's a shorter series, and definitely one that I think if you're a fan of good dark comedy, is uh, would be a great choice to pick up. And then Princess Jellyfish is. One of my favorite manga, just all time. Easily my favorite manga. Well, yeah, my favorite manga currently running. Uh, Kiko Kashimura is one of my favorite mangaka. Princess Jellyfish. Well, I don't want to go into a whole thing because I do think I think that Kiko Kashimura and Princess Jellyfish could honestly warrant a whole discussion on it in itself. But it's an excellent. It's an excellent series that explores. Uh, you know what people are passionate about how to express your passion and uh all sorts of great teams it's a great uh wonderful story i highly advise uh anyone to pick it up it's an excellent read well there you go um me personally i i watched all of the anime and while i did it i i certainly didn't dislike it i feel i i wasn't like in love with it so I I don't know like I feel like it's one of those things where like if if I if I don't like the anime as much as I feel like I should have I it's one of those things where I'm like oh maybe I'll like the manga more so 
The manga I, I would... has a more fleshed out story. The anime sort of has a rushed ending that doesn't really resolve things and doesn't really take the character arcs to, of course. Its, uh, to the level that the manga does. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, I do want to pick that up at some point. Um, but with that, I think... Um, I think those are all the what do you call it more significant newer releases coming out. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff coming out um, in general, honestly. But I figured we could at least highlight like you know new newer stuff, you know stuff that hasn't uh, stuff that isn't like stuff that ongoing isn't over seventy volumes long. Like one. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say like do you, do you really need to know that One Piece volume seventy something is coming out? You probably already know that. You don't need us to tell you that. Um, you might but, if you don't know anything about One Piece, but I guess. But you know, I want I want to give the newer stuff a chance to shine. Yeah, um, and we'd be all, at, at least this time around. Spending all day here if we were to go through the entire list of all the releases that are coming out, because there's a oh, lot go- coming out. Oh God, yeah, we d- we don't have that kind of time, and I I I don't really want to do that anyway. So so that that's pretty much it. That's that's all you need to know. I figured we could also do stuff like uh, talk about the uh, New York Times bestselling list. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one in particular is from the week of January seventeenth to the twenty third. Um, I don't I don't think we should go over the whole list, but um, at the same time, I'm not sure if there's really much we want to talk about here other than One Punch Man is dominating. Mm-hmm. One Punch Man is currently like in the position Attack and Titan used to be, and that multiple volumes are dominating the list, and Volume One is uh, near constant. So I think One Punch Man Volume 1 will end up being like Attack on Titan Volume 1 and end up being uh, on this list for like over 100 weeks. Maybe not consecutively, but probably like overall. Yeah. Um, see, I don't... I'm very impressed that One Punch Man has bl- really blown up here. In a way, I'm not surprised because it, there, a lo- there's a lot of uh, definite appeal for people who are not necessarily into manga, just like Attack on Titan, but... Oh, definitely. Uh, considering that, uh, it's just not, it's, cons- well, it's always, a, uh, you never know with series which ones will really catch on, which won't. But I'm definitely glad that One Punch Man has, since it's a great <laughs> series that I've been, that I've been fan of for years before the anime ke- even came out, and now everyone loves it. Yeah, people need to read One Punch Man. That, that's like, that should be required reading, honestly. I don't think there's really anything else I want to talk about on this list, except, um, I've I don't think I see Blue Exorcist on here too often. Uh, volume fourteen of that. When new um, volumes come out, uh, they usually are on the list for a week or two. Eh, I'm not surprised. Um, Blue Exorcist is still a thing. I I need to get back on reading that at some point. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it and where the story is now. It's very good. See, that's good because the last time I read it, I was reading an arc that I don't, I didn't really particularly like. Um, I don't even remember what actually happened. It's been a while since I read it. Um, I wasn't a fan of like the the series was a slow burn for me. I did it didn't really pick up for me until around twenty or so chapters in. But after that, I feel there while there have been some parts in it that I uh, where it was not necessarily the biggest fan of. There's there are a lot of great characters and very interesting character arcs going on, and the overall story is very intriguing. And I'm re- and I'm re- I'm re- I'm really enjoying it. I think it had a great year last year. And I think it's gonna have a great year this year. Okay, there you go. Um, I think that's really all about. Uh, I want to talk about with this list in particular. Aside from Tokyo Ghoul, also continuing to be a very strong seller. Oh yeah, yeah, that's important too. Tokyo Ghoul is one that surprises me more than One Punch Man. Honestly, like One Punch Man, I can see, I, I, I think that, you know, there, there's a superhero factor and there's also the fact that there is such fantastic art. I, I mean, I really think that One Punch Man has the, some of the best action sequences and art in all of comics. I mean, I haven't really experienced much of Tokyo Ghoul, so I don't know, like, but I guess the sto- the, just the core story is really grab people. I just and I I don't know anything about Tokyo Ghoul. I've never read it. I've only seen like pages here and there. But I just assumed it was because it was dark. It just it looked really dark and edgy and gory, honestly. And I, I just assumed that was kind of like the 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 appeal of it. There's plenty of things that are dark, edgy, and gory. But what really makes people stick around and what really makes the series blow up is that there is like 
something that really hits home with people, like a underlying theme or just something to the characters and the world and the story. So Tokyo Ghoul definitely must have something that, like, is re- really con- is connecting to a wide audience and has a lot to offer. I really do need to get on uh, reading the series. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind reading it at some point. Um, I'm not like super interested in it, but it's. I feel like it's something that I'm probably going to read at some point. Just because, honestly, like I'm sure it's good. I just, I just don't know anything. Like I don't have any expectations for it. I guess. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a fairly high on my backlog. It's only, it's also only fourteen <laughs> volumes long, which makes it definitely a, it would definitely be a faster read than uh, some other things that are like maybe. 30 or some more volumes that are also on my backlog. So I hope to get around to it soon enough. So um, that's about it for the New York Times bestselling list. Um, good list. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's uh, let's finally get on to our news because we got a lot more stuff than I anticipated, honestly. Um, but I think we should start with uh, some, unta- uh, some uh, Attack on Titan stuff. Because you know, start on Titan. Titan is like still one of the most popular manga in the U.S. manga fandom today. Yep, Attack on Titan is certainly a thing. I mean, honestly, like I know this might be kind of a tangent, but I, I like Attack on Titan, but like I don't like it enough to keep up with the manga. I guess me personally, I think I'm probably gonna wait until the second season eventually comes out. I think mm-hmm. this year, I'm pretty sure there was confirmation for this year. I just don't think we have a date on that yet. Me don't. Um, but whenever that comes out, I'm definitely watching it. But anyway, um, it looks like we're getting, in the meantime, while we're waiting for a second season, it seems like we're still getting some kind of new Attack on Titan anime. Um, so essentially, there was this little OVA thing that was released with, um, I believe, volumes 15 and 16 of the original Japanese release. Uh, called uh, Attack on Titan No Regrets, which was essentially it's an adaptation this, uh, of the No Regrets uh, Attack on Titan No Regrets manga that focused on Levy and how he joined the uh, Survey Corps. Yeah, and uh, you know, he's he's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite character in the series, honestly. Really that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I could agree with that. But yeah, so that essentially got animated. And was released on two separate DVDs, I believe. It's only like two episodes or something. But it looks like we're getting that over here. Um, it looks like uh, this No Regrets uh, OVA thingy is uh, being released with uh, the 18th and 19th volumes of the uh, uh, in- English release. Uh, volume 18 coming out in April, and then uh, volume 19 coming out in August. And it looks like the retail price for both of these particular volumes are going to be uh, 1999 Mm-hmm. Which I, I I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, you're getting, uh, like, a anime episode with it. You know, probably, a, I don't know how long these uh, OVAs are, because I haven't watched them, but I assume since they likely adapt, like, one volume each, that it's they're probably at least half an hour or more. Yeah, at least. It's pretty fair. Um, and uh, if you don't, and obviously there'll probably be, like, releases that aren't bundled with the uh, OVA if you just want the manga, so... Um, but I, I figured this was worth mentioning because um, this is not a thing that really happens here, at least not to my knowledge. This is the first time ever here I've ever heard something about this. I mean, there's this is not an uncommon practice in Japan. It, this happens actually quite frequently. In fact, uh, I believe that they, with uh, Gintama, with Gintama, they're releasing the Love Potion arc in uh, two OVAs with uh, yeah, it's alongside two volumes. But uh, definitely, this is where this is uh, where we were, where if not unheard of for a U.S. release, and I guess that just goes to show that uh, Attack and that like uh, Attack and Titan certainly is uh, has a certain marketability to it that would kind of war- warrants like these kind of premium kind of releases. Yeah, I think Attack on Titan's popularity and with how much it sells, I think this move is warranted. Mm-hmm. And I think they will definitely make their money back on this. Um, yeah. I feel like if you did this with any other property over here, it wouldn't sell as well. Uh, actually, but that's just me. I'm actually looking uh, looking further. It seems that this isn't the first time Kodansha has done this. Apparently, they, they released an uh, OVA episode called Isles' Notebook with English subtitles with the 17th volume that came, came out in December. So, Huh. 
Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. But yeah, that's that's cool though. I don't know. Like honestly, if if I had more money on me, I would probably buy this volume of the manga just just to just to watch this because I I haven't seen it, uh, but but I I would like to watch it. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the No Regrets manga, so I might consider um, picking up these volumes, especially since these volumes are pretty good volumes of Attack on Titan. If they're gonna compile the chapters, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. I could I could just buy the manga for these, couldn't I? Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I I I have I wouldn't mind reading those. But yeah, that's that's important. That's a big thing. And if you're an, if you're a fan of Attack on Titan, you should go buy those. Yeah. Give 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 give, give Kodansha your money. That that was some riveting conversation. All right. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how we're just like, yeah, that's a thing. You should go buy it. And that's all we have to say. No, but um. What's uh what's the next thing we're talking about? I, I I hear I hear Weekly Shonen Jump is coming up with some new series again. Yep, another round of jump start jump starts are on their way. Two new series coming out in February. Uh, starting in the tenth issue, we will be having uh, Yoragi So no Yuna-san, uh, translated as Yuna of the Yoragi Mirror. Uh, that'll come out in the tenth issue, which will be out on February eighth, and uh, we will have that's uh, drawn by. Tadahiro Miura, and then uh, we'll also be getting in the 11th issue Kimetsu no Yaba, translated as Blade of Demon Destruction by Koyotaro Gotege uh, in the 11th issue, which will be out on February 15th. Uh, the description for uh, Yuna uh, is that it will be an onsen slap x ghost love comedy taking oh boy. place at a house with a hot spring. And a psychic and beautiful Yukata wearing ghosts, our ghost girl, are among the tenants. So, I mean, this is probably going to be one of a, a raunchy rom com kind of thing. Uh, what's inter- I've heard uh, I've heard some uh, praise for the uh, for the series that the mangaka worked previously on, Koisome Momiji, uh, but uh, which I heard is while somewhat cliched. Also a wary, uh, mem- also wary, still uh, memorable and effective uh, romance drum- romance comedy. So I think uh, so. Th- I think there is some uh, excitement for this, but and maybe this will turn out better than the description might uh, lead one to believe. But also, it's worth noting that Miura only drew the art for that series. Well, the- it was done by a- it was written by a different mangaka, so hmm. it's still up in the air. And then uh, there's nothing. Gotoge has not really uh, done anything, uh, not a series at least before this. So he's this is a fresh debut for him, his first serialized work. But he has been doing some one shots for one shots for uh, Jump since his uh, debut in 2013. So okay. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So these should be interesting. I always I always like uh, seeing some new Jump starts mm. pop up. See, I um. See, I I feel like um, h- how do I word this? Because um, because at, at the time we're recording this, um, we're literally recording this right before the uh, the the next issue of Jump is supposed to come out. I forget which issue is supposed to be coming the out. Issue. But the ninth issue, the ninth issue will be out tomorrow. Okay, and uh, the article says this this will uh uh the the, the onsen ghost whatever comedy whatever it's called is supposed to be coming out on the uh on the 10th issue it says right mm-hmm. and if this podcast is released uh when we we're expecting to release it that'll already be out by about two yeah days. so so at the time of this uh obviously there i there's we should say at the time of this uh recording uh there's no real confirmation whether that'll run in the english jump and and i and i i i, I only say that because there have been cases, um, like one or two, there where been like one case where Jump has skipped the series, where the English Jump has skipped the series and not uh, ran it as a jump start. That exactly. Was, uh, Lady Justice, which uh, yeah, last May did not last very long, and from nope. what I had seen of it, uh, I don't think they made a wrong decision in skipping it. Honestly. <laughs> so all, all all I want to say is um, is that you know there is the chance that considering what kind of series this might be it may not get picked up it depends maybe on the, it depends on the level of 
fan service. Uh, it's yeah, from exactly. What I've heard from what I've heard about the uh, previous work that Mangaka worked on, it seems that it ha- it uh, it might not. It wasn't. Uh, it had uh, some uh, merit to it, and there was a lot to like about it. So maybe maybe this series will take uh, the positive traits from that. And will be and will turn and this concept will be uh, executed in a rather fun way. I think. I hope so. So I, I like that. I like, I like fun love comedies with, that are done well and aren't done with all the, that aren't a, a full rife with like abundant cliche, cliches that are so exactly the genre. So if if it can like uh, avoid some of those and just have fun with the concept and not be, and not just rely on fan service for uh, votes, then you know. Um, I think we hopefully uh, it'll be uh, picked up as a jump start and uh, it'll be a good read. So yeah, I mean I don't know. Like I I want I want some new jump starts. Um, I we haven't. You know I mean we yeah I always like jump starts. I mean I know people have complained about uh, the not Viz not adding any and it's frustrating that you get just three chapters of the series but you don't get any more. And it, and you know, yeah. See, I, I, frustration, but I see. I understand what I understand that. But the thing is, I feel like everybody forgets that the point of the jump starts are to give people a taste of what's coming. Like, there's no, there, I think people forget that there's no guarantee that whatever they preview is actually going to get picked up. And I feel like, I sometimes I feel like people need to calm down about that. Honestly, like. The, like people complain about complaining about that honestly gets on my nerves sometimes. It's just that um, it's just, that's just the immediacy. Me. If you're if they if someone really gets invested in a series and just in those first three chapters, they're out there and they don't have an opportunity to read more. Like uh, like immediately, I can see, I can definitely see them being frustrated. But at the same time. The Jumpstart initiative is to gauge interest in series, so even if it is That's added true. into the magazine, there is always an opportunity for it to be licensed at a later date. So it's still a very valuable thing. That uh, the, It's a, still a very valuable part of, the, I think, the Shonen Jump experience over here. And I, oh, yeah. And I, def- I do not... Some people in the comments for an issue uh, uh, two weeks ago said that they should drop the Jumpstarts and just fo- do one-shots instead. I completely disagree with that because i think the jump starts are very valuable and they do a lot of good in like going what kind of series people are interested in and inform future pickups for uh this so i i think that like uh even though i would like to see a new series being added into jump here and then i think that the jump starts. I think that the jump starts have done their job and are doing their job, and uh, I I really want Wiz to continue with them. I mean, I, I mean, I would I would like some one shots too. That that would be nice too. I I just I sure, honestly it, I, I I want I want I want both. Yeah, if we could have both, that'd be great. But I don't want one shots in place of uh, the jump starts. Person. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying I. I mean, one, one shots would be welcome too, but but anyway, yeah. I um, uh, assuming that these get picked up, um, I'm sure we'll probably, you know, we'll probably want to talk about our thoughts on those uh, when and when and if uh, those get you know picked up uh, for for their jumpstart run. Hopefully, again, we we don't know we don't know at the time of this recording, but I'm I'm sure you'll know by the time you're listening. Um, uh, but let's see. Um. A lot, lot of, a lot of manga like coming back and ending, um, uh, like uh, Gangsta, Gangsta apparently was on, uh, was on hiatus, and and I didn't even know. I honestly did not know. Like, I see. I mean, I I probably didn't know because I don't really keep up with Gangsta, though. I've I've read a few volumes, and from what I read, I I really liked it. It's soup. It's super cool, and people should read it. I watched. Um, I've I've only seen a bit of the anime, but I really enjoyed what I've seen. Though I understand that the anime sort of had a non-ending that very really frustrated people, and there's probably yeah. never going to be a second season because Manglobe is basically uh, dying. So well, un- unless someone else picks it up, but I mean, you really never know. Um, but I I would really suggest reading the manga because I feel like um, 
I feel like the manga is actually a little more cinematic, and I I I I know it's it's weird because I feel like there were a lot of cinematic touches in the manga that I don't feel like were conveyed very well in the anime actually, but and plus they um they 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 sort of I mean I don't think they keep out any material, but they sort of um they sort of present a few things out of order here and there, which kind of confused me at first, but. I don't know. I, I I feel like the manga is a little more enjoyable. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna say it's better because I don't I don't believe in that very strongly. Honestly, I like both. I just I just believe that there are touches in the manga that I thought were again conveyed a little better. But anyway, the point is, G- Gangsta is is back apparently. Um, so that's good. Um. And I believe you can follow the author on Twitter because I know she uh, she apparently lives on social media, so uh, that's cool. You can uh, follow her at uh, go under underscore Kosuke. Uh, we'll probably leave a link for that in like the sh- uh, the show notes or whatever, um, just in case you're interested. Um, but that's really all about that for that. That's about all that for that. That is not a sentence. Okay, so um, I I did mention a few manga were ending. Um, yeah. two of them being my love story, or uh, Ore Monogatari for you, uh, for you people who like speaking in Japanese. Uh, and uh, Sun Ken Rock. Yep, Sun both Sun Ken Rock is ending uh, pretty soon on February twenty second, and uh, so is also uh, that in Evangelion spinoff, the Shinji Ikari Racing Project, which has been running for like ten years because I guess people. Really like the that whole slice of life concept that was in the final episode of uh, Evangelion. That was kind of I, joke, but yeah. See, I guess people, but I guess people. Well, there are all sorts of Evangelion spinoffs with weird premises that have nothing that are really have nothing to do with the main series outside of just having the characters in them. So people, people just love the Evangelion characters, so they like seeing them in all sorts of situations but uh no i had i have not read uh sunken rock or the shinji Kari raising project but uh those are ending for uh for so hopefully they have good endings that satisfy the fans and then uh, my love story is a i mean it's we don't know when it's definitively ending uh the editor uh taka Taki uh, Imai, uh, the uh, the the editor in chief specifically of um, of that particular magazine that yeah, it runs in. Margaret, uh, he said in an interview that it, the series is approaching its climax, which uh, I don't. Uh, fair enough. I think that the I, I, this definitely oh, my love story is a wonderful series, but definitely not a series that could last forever with its premise. So. I do. I'm definitely very. I'm definitely think based on uh, everything I've read and watched of the series that it should have a very nice and uh, very deserving ending that I think should satisfy uh, any fans of it. So I'm very excited to uh, read that when it eventually makes its way over here. Yeah, I um, I haven't actually. I've only read the first like couple of chapters of the manga. I've seen more of the anime actually, but I. But, you know, once I finally catch up with the anime, um, keep in mind, the anime premiered, like, last year, last almost spring. a year ago. Last spring, yeah, and I'm I'm still not done with it. <laughs> um, I've done a very horrible job of trying to finishing it, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things I kind of don't want to finish because I, I like it a lot, and I, I, I like having more of it to watch, but but in terms of the manga, um, I definitely plan on reading it. Um, cause it's, it's so cute. It is such yeah. a cute suit. And I, and I, I hate, I hate romantic comedies. Like, I want to get that out of the way. I really don't like romantic comedies, but I love my love story. I hate cliche it, romantic comedies that are just the main, main, the, both of the, like, main characters just, like, dancing around whether or not they like each other for the majority of the movie or, and, or TV series or, series or just the series like this does not just a this just not a feeling i just have again with a romantic comedy manga but just which romantic comedies in general which a television series or a movie which, which which makes you wonder why we both read nisekoi well i didn't well i was definitely not very fond of uh 
a lot of Nizikoi until uh, I mean I think it had a in, I think it had a fun start, but then uh, during 2013 and 2012, I felt were pretty medi- pretty lame years for it. It was definitely was not something I cared that much about. But uh, I, last year, honestly, when Nizikoi finally started uh, really focusing on the plot and really uh, doing some very good, serious, dramatic character arcs, honestly. Uh, Nisekoi was one of my favorite manga to read last year, and ar- arguably my favorite manga right reading in jump in jump right now. Like in the vi- in, at least as far as the Viz jump go, the, the Viz uh, version of jump goes. So mm. you know, it's, so that that speaks to Komi's talent that he can he uh, was able to make me go from not caring to the series to within a year make it being my favorite thing to read every week in jump. So there yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so all those are ending. I'm definitely kind of sad that my love story is ending the most, um, because I, I, I don't, I either don't care or I haven't read the other two, but... Yeah, same. I mean, I haven't read, I haven't read Sunken Rogor, and I have, haven't read the Evangelion thing. I don't know if I ever will, because, uh... I, I personally don't really care about Evangelion. I know there are probably a lot of people out there that do, but no, nothing against the series, I just... It's just not really my favorite thing in the world, honestly. Well, I, but I love Evangelion, but I don't care about its spin. It's like spinoffs that have nothing to do with what made Evangelion great. Um, we should get on to some more important stuff, though. Um, so as we all know, uh, Walmart has been carrying more uh more Viz stuff at the very least. I think there more uh more manga from Viz, which is good. Um, that, that is definitely a step in the right direction in terms of, uh, you know, giving manga the, uh, the, the exposure that it deserves, I think. Um, but it looks like there are some talks with, uh, with a certain, uh, distributor, yes. uh, the, uh, Diamond Book distributor, uh, uh, about, uh, maybe, maybe dedicating a section in Walmart to, uh, graphic novels and manga. That's that's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. Walmart is uh, has a huge range of accessibility. Like definitely, more people are go to Walmart than they do your average uh, comic book shop or Barnes and Nobles or what have you. So that's a huge, huge. That would be a huge, huge like increase in just uh, availability and just uh, public awareness for a lot of series. Especially for manga, which is definitely even more niche than your your uh, than the mainstream superhero comics. So mm-hmm. definitely, uh, I, it, this is where something to really be excited about because if this proves successful, we could definitely see definitely see an influx of more uh, manga titles uh, getting public awareness and being distributed more widespread. And that would be a great benefit and boom for the for the manga industry. There you go. Um, in, you know, in a perfect world, in in my perfect world, th- this would uh this would help uh manga make so much money that um that they des- that uh, somebody out there decides to uh, bring back Borders. Mm-hmm. Can, can we can can we get that to happen, please? I really miss Borders. That was like the best thing that ever that I ever f- came across in my entire life. I miss borders. I know, I know none of those things are related, but I, I I just want borders back, guys. I just wanted to say that I miss borders. Um, but no, that's a that's a really cool thing. That is, I think that um, hopefully, if uh, things go well, um, you know, and they actually do, you know, uh, decide to do this, uh, it's it's it really can only just it, it, like only good things can come out of this, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I think we're almost done with the news here. So uh, one one of the last things we want to mention um, is that Akira might be getting a TV series. Yes. Might might be getting. Yeah, it was imp- it was implied by Otomo heavily, and uh, considering the trend of many uh, classic manga series being dug up to be adapted into new animes with uh, such as like Jojo's and Ushio and Tora and Parasite this definitely seems within the realm of possibility 
and it'd be it'd be a huge deal if it comes to pass, considering just how respected and uh, synonymous with anime Akira is with the, in the West. Oh yeah, like uh, uh, con- confession time. I I didn't watch Akira until last year. Hmm. Last year being 2014, I think I think it aired on Toonami like well, during that, December. That was, uh, that was a that was, I think, 2013. Was it 2013? Yeah, I think it, so. It, 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 I don't know. It might have been. Tw- it was either 2013 or 2014. It was, it was, it was pretty recently. That was um, my. That was the first time I watched it too. So. Yeah. Um. And you know, I I liked it a lot. I could see why so many people love that movie. Um. But you know, like I I always hear that yeah the manga's better and all that stuff, which I can't really confirm or deny because I've never read the manga. I agree with that, having read the manga. So yeah, it's a I mean, the movie and the manga, both of them were super were written and supervised by Otomu. So you know, they're both I'd say both are wordy versions of the story. I prefer the manga's story, and I think I think it's. Like very visually interesting, the manga the manga has some insane like uh, imagery and uh, acting sequences. But the anime, but the anime, you know, that animation is some of the best that you'll ever see in any animated movie, and uh, certainly an anime movie. And certainly, for the time for an eighties anime movie, that was remarkable. And of course. That film is uh, that film stands the test of time for reason, and uh, the manga stands the test of time for reason. And I definitely would be very excited to see, uh, especially considering uh, how different it is overall. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Um, it also wouldn't really need to be that long. It could easily be done in two cores. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I was gonna say, um, you know, as someone who hasn't read the manga, uh, I. I hope this comes to pass and fairly soon because I, I would I I would um, I I am looking forward to this if this becomes a thing I will totally watch this weekly. Oh yeah, certainly. So um, that was a lot of news, but um, I think before we close the show out in the next couple of minutes, um, I don't know. Let's just let's just talk about some of the stuff we're reading, like you know, because I think on the last episode uh, we mentioned that you know. We we kind of want to talk about Jump every once in a while because we're both uh, we both have a subscription to the uh, Viz Media Weekly Shonen Jump, the uh, digital version. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's been around for four years now. Apparently, it's I, celebrating I, its I, fourth anniversary. Yeah, I I honestly didn't know it was that old. It time flies by, man. Um, if you're a subscriber, you can enter uh, this. If you are a subscriber, you're basically already entered to uh, win basically kind of a prize a prize pack they have going on as a promotion for the fourth anniversary and if you're not a subscriber you can go along you can just go to the website and take a survey that i looked at it it's basically a survey about why you're not why you haven't subscribed to jump and what would make you to subscribe to jump so you can fill out that up quick and you could uh you might potentially win a prize well, there you go and just just real quick um you know for those of you who don't know weekly shonen jump um the the service itself like you're pretty much getting at least like 50 to 52 issues of of the magazine per year for about 25 20 25.99 i believe yeah specifically you're getting 48 issues per year since you know okay there you go four weeks but yeah you get that there's basically around 10 or so series per issue so if you do the match you're getting an insane amount of content I mean, even just for one series, you're getting four to five volumes worth of content, and then you're getting getting that times like ten. So that's an insane amount of that's just an insane amount of like uh, content you're getting for that kind of price. Yeah, and like you, you really should. Uh, it's honestly for for twenty five, twenty six dollars a year. It's it's a pretty good deal. Like you should, you should really get it if you're interested. I, I'd say it's very much worth it. Um, I, I, I read a lot of series in there myself. Um, God, I, I read, um, I definitely read one piece, uh, Nisekoi, Toriko and, uh, one punch man. I I think I read all the series in it. Oh, and, oh, and my hero academia. 
yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, I used to read World Trigger, but uh, at some point I kind of lost interest. Like, I that's a series I don't like reading weekly, honestly. I feel like I'd rather marathon it. Um, and then I, like, I, I wasn't too into Black Clover when they first premiered that last year, but, I mean, now, now that it's lasted a year in the magazine, I'm assuming, like, I'm assuming there's a reason it's lasted that long, because I'm assuming, like, at least in Japan, it has some kind of popularity, um, but, I don't know, like, now, now that it's lasted a year in the magazine and it's not gonna, doesn't look like it's gonna get cancelled anytime soon, um, I figured I might as well start reading it at some point. I don't know when, but some point this year I'll start reading it. There's definitely been, I, there, I've thought there's been a few hiccups in Black Clover, but, uh, I definitely think that there's also a lot to like, I, and I think that, uh, the series is getting better right now. And so I'm really looking forward to what's in store for it in the future. It's that it might uh, bear some similarities to if you're an experienced reader of shonen manga, shonen battle manga, it might it might bear some similarities to a lot of things that you've read before. That, uh, yeah. that might uh, that that might that if you're become kind of uh, disillusioned or if you're like uh, just tired of the genre, that's gonna that's just gonna you're probably turn you off. But I think that. Uh, there's a, there's a it had there's a lot of original elements to it too and that uh, and it does it has some interesting takes on its archetypes and uh, uses of the shonen formula and cliches and I definitely think that uh, the art the I definitely think that uh, the series is progressively getting better the current arc is what has been very strong and uh, has introduced a very has introduced, has had a lot of great development and, uh, really established the villains as a very formidable and interesting threat. So I definitely think that the series will be getting better. I'd like to think that the series will be getting even better from this point out. And I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, goes to good places. Um, so. Well, I don't know what like what what's your favorite thing reading in um Shonen Jump uh these days cuz I I I've been um I think One Piece has been my favorite thing to read so far what with all the stuff that's been happening with uh Sanji and all that like I I feel like I feel like the story it has just been getting better and better and better and I I feel like I feel like this is the kind of stuff that I was severely missing back when uh Dress Rosa was running. Dress Rosa Definitely. I was excited for that arc when it first started, but definitely it ran on a little too long for my taste, and there were a lot of things that rubbed me the wrong way at various points in it. And I think, but I think that one thing that I've been really uh, missing in One Piece is that a sense of there are personal stakes for the Straw Hats. Exactly, yes. And there, I really, in since the time skip, there really hasn't been a sense of that. It's been more about characters outside the Straw Hats have a stake in the things, but the Straw Hats themselves don't feel necessarily attached to the situation in a certain way. For Dress Rosa, for example, was ostensibly about Law and then the Riku family. But it didn't, neither of those characters had a particularly strong connection to the Straw Hats, any of the Straw Hats in them themselves. And neither of those characters were Straw Hats in them themselves. So the connection to the whole situation, I felt, was a lot weaker than in, say, you know, Annie's Lobby or an arc that had, had this, one of the Straw Hats have a really personal stake in the storyline. Right now in One Piece, uh, we have a real personal it's really uh personal uh stake for the entire crew here and particularly sanji because i mean he might i mean this is threatening uh that he might have to leave the crew and he basically has take made a big sacrifice here and like going to meet and try to deal with this whole marriage situation he has going on by himself but there's a lot of uncertainty of whether he'll be able to make it back and so definitely I mean I don't there's little shades of that this might turn to another kind of rescue arc and the series has kind of done that before but in the the same sense but at the same way I'm just very excited for this because there's definitely I feel I feel a lot 
more connection to this story because the stakes are with the main characters, the core characters here. And there's there's a they're finally doing uh, something more with Sanji, who's honestly been well, he's had cool moments. He's kind of also been relegated, kind of as a joke character since the time skip. He's been played for laughs much more often. I see. I'm sorry. I I, I would argue that he's been a joke since Ennius Lobby, honestly. Yeah, that's true. He didn't really get... I mean, his whole thing in Triller Bark was he was mad that Absalom took the devil fruit, that he, the invisibility power devil fruit that he wanted. Which... He wanted to use to, like, peep on girls and stuff. So see, was, see, here's... It was a joke, so... You see, see, here's the thing. I thought, I thought that idea was funny, kind of, honestly, but... I mean, I, I can, I can understand why that would rub people the wrong way, but... I definitely me the wrong way. I thought it was amusing, but it's, Sanji hasn't had really any. I mean, it's not like he has. He hasn't had really anything that any cool moons that doesn't have have had anything to do with him being like pervy or whatever. Be kind of made a fool of in some way. Like he kind he had sort of a cool moment where he fought Wergo and Punkhattered, and he had. Sort of a cool moment when he fought Doflamingo in Dressrosa, but those were very short moments, barely a ch- barely like a chapter, and very short fights. And and uh, overall, he just has been kind of regulated to comic relief. So I'm definitely interested to seeing him more like uh, an in-depth exploration of his backstory and see him in more serious light and. Uh, and definitely a, a more heroic and being able to take him more seriously as well. Yeah, I, I miss the days where Sanji used to be cool and I could take him seriously and he didn't just, you know, you know, bleed everywhere from his nose and yeah. I just, God, I, that got, that stuff got annoying after a while. Um, I, what, what did do you, uh, do you have anything in particular that you like reading or was, was one piece your answer? No, One Piece, I mean, I'm very interested in where the current arc is going. I'm really having fun with One Piece right now. I'm really engaged. This is, uh, I'm definitely really excited for the story. I mean, ever, ever, I've been, I've been enjoying One Piece a lot. I'm a lot recently, but, uh, as I said before, I think the series that I find the, that I seem to be, look forward to the most now, uh, at this point in time, is 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 Nisekoi? Is Nisekoi because I like what Comey's been doing. Oh, you, oh, you were, oh, you were serious. I was serious because because I, <laughs> I like what Comey's been doing with uh, focusing on resolving and with Raku really having to make a decision about who he likes and him taking it really seriously and other characters really thinking about their own feelings and their future seriously and I find. I really find uh, the character development and the handling of uh, this the story very very uh, very well done and very intru- engaging. And I like uh, I like good I like store I like uh, good stories about characters really thinking about their thinking about their lives and uh, thinking about their future, uh, trying to figure out like what they want to do with their life, like what kind of person they want to be and having to really, and struggling to make uh, good, tough decisions. And like with Nizukoi, yeah, he just, Baku has to just decide like who he likes best. That's kind of, that's not as big a, big a deal as like stuff in say Silver Spoon where they have a whole bunch of moral and ethical dilemmas. And then, oh yeah. A lot more, a little more serious and uh, meatier affair. But I still, lo- I still really like these, uh, this character, a lot these character-driven and driven uh, ex- stories and exploration of these characters that Music has been doing since basically last year. So th- it's built up a lot of good fate for me and fate with me. And it seems that Comey really is uh, driving the story to a conclusion, and I think he's been doing it well. And I'm very interested in seeing how the story progresses and seeing how the story reaches that conclusion I... and uh, how things will end up. And I say this as someone who honestly did not care about Nisekoi at all in uh, 2014 and it was was uh, not my least favorite thing in Jump that year because Bleach was also running, but was like my second favorite and second least favorite 
to read. I didn't care for it at all in 2014. I didn't have any expectations for the series, and 2015 built up a lot of good faith, and uh, I'm very, I'm really enjoying it now, and I'm really looking, f- I really look forward to it each week. Uh, well, I'll, I will, I will believe it when I see it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be so negative, but honestly, at this point, I'm kind of just tired of Nisekoi. I don't hate it. I just, I really just want it to end. Um, but I don't know. Um. I thought I had something to say, and now I now I lost it. Th- th- thanks, thanks a lot, Sid. Um, God, I don't know. That's... Yeah, just see. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, I forgot. I forgot to mention. Yeah, spoilers, guys. Yeah, th- things are happening in Nisekoi. I know, right? It's, it's so crazy. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess I don't know. I really don't know what to say other than yeah, st- stuff's been happening, and 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 that's fine and dandy. But like. I've been so burned by Nisekoi so many times, thinking, you know, whenever something does happen, and I always think, oh man, like, where's the story gonna, where's the story gonna go now? Oh, we're doing, we're do more hijinks are happening. Oh, I don't really care about this. What about that other thing? No, wait, wait, plot progression, come back. When will I see you again? Well, I've played this game with romance manga, romantic comedy manga before. I, can, I, I feel that with Nisekoi, Komi has been consistently moving the story forward with each, like, arc uh, since last year. And things have definitely been happening. I mean, with Mark, I mean, I mean, there hasn't really been any filler in this. There wasn't really any filler in the story last year. And I think that where the series is now, I don't see there really being a point in having any filler to the story. I think that Comey really is trying to end the series right now, and I don't think that he can really stretch it out. Based on uh, last issue's chapter, I think the whole Haru thing is getting resolved pretty soon. Thank after. God, I can't stand her. Yeah, she was, she was my least favorite character in the whole series. I didn't, I, but, I, but I like, I, can't, I like this, like, arc, I like this arc in development for her. I just, I find that, I find this nice, even though I couldn't stand the character. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, my favorite part about this little character arc is that it's going to end. Hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, like, I just, I knew as soon, as soon as she showed up, like, for some reason, I just knew that, I don't think I'm gonna like her too much, and, yeah. and, and lo and behold, I do not like her, I think she is super distracting to the story, and I'm really hoping that her character arc ends soon. Yeah, I cause, think it cause is the longer, cause, cause the... I think, the, and think that uh, you know she, that she's gonna she's finally gonna have her feelings because because uh, the, the the longer it's the longer she stays around the the more stalled this manga is going to be. Well, um, she basically she confessed to Raku that she knows that she, he was her prince charming. So I think that the whole situation is getting resolved. So, yeah. So um, after we get Har- uh, ha- this Haru stuff resolved, we'll probably have something for Zagumi, and then we'll finally get the whole. What the deal? What is with the locket? And then Raku finally making this decision. That's how I finally. see things playing out. Yeah. So hopefully Nisekoi ends soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really just want to see it end at this point. But, um, but yeah, I, um, I think we filled out an episode. Hmm. There's more stuff I could have talked about, but we'll save that, I guess. Yeah. Um. Unfor- unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, we don't, we don't always have a lot of time. Uh, that's that's something I got to get used to with this with this show. Well, we'll we'll find a way. We'll we'll uh we'll get we'll get better. I promise. Um, I mean, not not that I think we're bad, but you know, still a new show. I don't. And know. I I don't think people necessarily mind that this is over an hour. I I I like I could see ourselves like fifty episodes from now being like, hey guys, I I know we've done like fifty episodes of this, but it's still a new show. It's, it's only been a year. Like we we we're still we're still trying to figure it out, guys. Technically, we won't reach 50, <laughs> at a at a biweekly pace. We wouldn't reach fifty episodes until uh, after two years. Sid, be quiet. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, so I, th- I I do think we should wrap up though, because uh, that was a lot of stuff. Um, so uh, Sid, you should plug your stuff. Where can they find you? Yeah, you can uh, find me as uh, at Lumranmayasha on uh, Twitter and under that name as well on my anime list. You can also find me as Cartoon X and Warriors Formans, uh, namely Animation Revelation and Toon Zone. I write Shonen Jump reviews for Animation Revelation. Even I mean, I need to start doing them 
again, because after time doing this, I haven't done them in a while. And I also still haven't put up those top manga of 2015 thing. Uh, <laughs> so busy. But, uh, yeah, so I do that for that. And also, I write uh, manga reviews for all comic now. And uh, I uh, I review week chapters, uh, new chapters of Yamanaka and the Seven Witches, Fairy Tale, and... Uh, I'm planning to start uh, the Seven Deadly Sins around uh, chapter 160, but I still need to catch up. But ho- luckily, I have three weeks until it reaches uh, chapter 160. So there, there we go. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. All right, there you go. Um, as for me, uh, you can find me Colton on Twitter at SniperKing323. That's S N I P E R K I N G three two three. Hit me up. Talk to me. Uh, I. I practically live on Twitter. Um, that's my thing. Uh, I also i I don't like I like I said in the show uh, earlier. I don't I don't do any written reviews for all comic, but uh, that's because I'm kind of busy doing like 15 other different podcasts. So uh, my main podcast being Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, uh, an entire podcast about the past Viz Media release of Gintama, and uh, telling you that you should you should buy it if you're a fan of Gintama. You know. Uh, and, uh, you can find that at gentalifelessons.wordpress.com. Uh, a new, a new episode out at least every month. That's the schedule I'm, uh, trying to, trying to keep up. Uh, I do a lot of other podcasts, but, um, uh, I'm trying to pick one here. I don't want to go through all of them. Uh, I guess if you're a fan of Detective Conan slash Case Closed, um, go listen to One Podcast Prevails at, uh, onepodcastprevails.wordpress.com. Um, try, trying to record more new episodes of that, uh, we've been kind of slacking off for, like, the past two months or so, but hopefully I think we're getting back to our normal schedule, it seems like, hopefully, but, uh, if you're a fan of Detective Conan, go listen to that. I love recording that show. Please support that. Uh, and, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode two of the Manga Mavericks podcast, as presented by allcomic.com. And um, until next time, uh, we'll see you then, I guess. I don't know how to end the show. Bye, guys. Sayonara.